All right, day three, IBMA 2022. We're at the Deering booth in the exhibit hall down here, and I am joined by one of my favorite people in the whole world. It's Christian Scott Benson. Hey, Jamie, I'm glad to be here. Day three or is it day 30? It's hard to tell. I've lost track. I don't even know what day of the week it is at this point, so we'll, I, I believe it's Friday. It might be. It's, a, it's amazing how just unbelievably tired people get uh, when we're uh, doing so much because it's just invigorating. You can't walk from point A to point B without running into dozens of people you know who you want to see. So it's just really a busy week. You're IBMA most years, right? You've won the Banjo Player of the Year award, what, seven times? Uh, five times. Five times, okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So what does it mean to you to come to IBMA every year? Well, I think the biggest thing for me is is what we were just talking about. It's the um, getting to see the people that you may not see any other time of year, like seeing you guys. You know, you have uh, the industry is well represented here, individually and organizationally. So it's a really great time just to be with people and uh, and get to see everybody again, but also to kind of bring the community together to remind us that we are one. You get in your little pockets geographically and now even online uh, socially, uh, but then you come to IBMA and it's the larger community and it reminds you it's international and it reminds you it's worldwide. It truly is international. I've had this conversation with a couple of people. There's, there seems to be more and more like acts from Europe and, and other places and Scandinavia yeah, coming through and, and making a really good impact as well. Yeah, and it is the international. Uh, we shouldn't forget that. It's not the Bluegrass Music Association. It's the international. And, and just uh, combining all the different scenes and groups of people from all over the country domestically, it's just a wonderful meeting point. Yeah. 100%. Now, you were nominated for Banjo Player of the Year. Uh, you got pipped by another some, guy. Some hack. I don't know who this guy is. No, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I made the joke, if, if Bale Fleck doesn't win Banjo Player of the Year, does the show have any credibility ever again? You know, he, uh, he had this amazing year with the album My Bluegrass Heart. And the thing that I was just tickled to death about, um, for one, I mean, he's a phenomenal musician, but with that album he took bluegrass back to carnegie hall this year and i even flew up to new york city to watch that show because i love the flat and scrubs album so much which is i think 1961 and to my knowledge bluegrass had not been there uh since then and he took a phenomenal band and project uh back to carnegie hall and he does so much for the banjo and bluegrass in general he's he's beyond an award winner he he supersedes any type of award show. He's just a, a milestone musician for a generation. What does Bela mean to you as a player? Oh gosh, uh, you know, I, I did a deep dive into him uh, when I was probably about 15. When I discovered Bela, he was doing the flectones. So I had been very traditionally based, uh, and, and you have to remember this is pre-YouTube. That's hard to, to imagine if you don't remember those days. So. You, you heard the, the music that you owned and the music uh, that you saw in person. That was the only music you knew for bluegrass because it wasn't on the radio. So I saw a VH1 special late at night at my grandparents' house and it was a special on the flectones and I nearly died. I, it absolutely exploded my mind and that led to eventually On the Boulevard by Newgrass Revival and Drive, uh, which is 
you know, it's it's right up there with Flight Out and Banjo. I mean, Drive may be the number two instrumental banjo in the world, uh, album, instrumental album, banjo album in the world. So uh, he, he really just exploded my worldview of banjo. And I've been so blessed to teach at his camp, Bailiff's uh, Blue Ridge Banjo Camp, for three years now. And he really has a heart for the banjo. It's not just uh, his own career and the things he's doing. He really has a heart for the uh, for banjo players, and and he cares about growing us and uh, seeing the community connect. It's it's great. He's a great guy. Does great things. Congratulations yeah. to Baylor, but congratulations on your nomination, of course. Now you are, as you heard many times last night during the uh, the award ceremony, because they played the ad several times, and yes. uh, <laughs> that was great. But you are officially a Deering endorsee. You've had the banjo now for three, four months. Something I like? got it in May. And uh, and everything we do together, the banjo and I, it's a new experience, you know. And and I, I can say this uh, in in full transparency, I am in love with this banjo, and and that really means a lot because for years I played my 1930 TV3, and I just didn't think there was anything out there. Uh, you know, I say this humbly, I, I just didn't think there was a new banjo out there that I could stand to play because I was so attached to my old one it's like my husband it's like a mate and uh and i just i tried a bunch of different banjos in this rustic wreath originally um just caught my ear and, and what i heard in it was the clarity and the punctuation and the power and the basically bluegrassness that that i need in the world that i live in musically and I thought, gosh, this banjo, I think this, this is a special banjo. So then we got together and made some modifications, and, uh, and I've played nothing else since. So I'm, I'm just really excited. And in fact, Mr. Jens Kruger is playing it right now, so it's going to sound even better when I get it back. There's a big crowd gathering around us as we speak, because Jens, Jens is sitting here next to Kristen playing Kristen's banjo. And no one else knows what's happening. <laughs> so here we are. You know that tends to happen. Jens Kruger playing a banjo and crowds. They just seem to follow. It happens. If you have been to the NAMM show, it's, it's a thing. Like people just flock in. It's, it's quite remarkable. With good so. reason. I'm happy to be sitting, sitting <laughs> beside him right now. Yes. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what's next? for Kristen Scott Benson? Uh, well, in just a few minutes, the banjo workshop at Ivy May, but no, in, uh, in the larger uh, larger view, I'm still playing with the Graskels. My husband and I have uh, an album together, been married 22 years, finally did an album together. It's wow. called Benson, uh, so we're enjoying that. Uh, we're uh, teaching lots of lessons. Uh, he also has an instructional, it's great even for non-mandolin um, players, but Wayne's World of Mandolin. Love it. It's a great instructional channel. It's free. You can learn a lot about music in general and bluegrass. And uh, so he does that. We both teach lessons. We're both in the bands, Russell Moore and Third Time Out, the Graskels. And, uh, and then just today, I mean, I, I'm so blessed. We had the award show last night workshop coming up then I'm doing a thing for kids on bluegrass and then I'm uh, filling in tonight with Darren and Brooke Aldridge at 8 o'clock oh, tonight and, and this banjo will be doing all that with me if you get it back at this point I'm not sure you might you might not get it back I know, I know well he might be the one guy in the world that I think the world says he deserves any banjo he wants, right? <laughs> you know, I fell in love with his number two banjo. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh my gosh. I was like, is there any way I can get this banjo? And he said, no. Keep, keep working on him. 
Keep working on him. He'll, Seriously? He'll, he'll cave eventually, I'm sure. Uh, I was yeah. talking to him. He's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do that. And I'm like, you sure? And he said, you like this one better than my main banjo, don't you? And I said, yeah, I do. And for me, this, this banjo, it really grabs me. But... I don't know. He seems to like it too because he didn't want to. He didn't want to part with it. I, at this point, it's, part, it's like a second uh, limb or something that is. He's, yeah. he's, it's, it's hard for him to be away. Okay, so a question just to wrap it up real quick um, that I'm asking everybody is: yeah. Bluegrass is it in good hands? Where are we at right now? What's the future looking like? And you know, which way does it go from here? Yeah, you know, I have uh, concerns and and great encouragements. I, I think the music is in a, a really healthy spot. Um, the biggest thing that I worry about is, is just the, the, the practicality post-COVID of all the venues that we've lost. Certainly this is encouraging. IBMA is being well attended. There's a lot going on. Uh, but the, the, our world just hasn't quite returned to normal on the, uh, the bluegrass scene. We, we lost some festivals. We lost some venues. But I will say this. Every event that we have played has been very well attended, so that's encouraging. But the music itself, I think, is in phenomenal hands. And I run into some of my young students here, like Nikolai Markoulis and uh, uh, Grayson Hodnett. There, there are a bunch of students here that I teach that are so good. And what's cool about them, as I look at my student base, stylistically, they're varied. And it's like I see the traditional... Um, heart you know being carried along with these guys and then the the really uh, virtuoso uh, highly diversified players going with these guys it's just really encouraging to see these young players and can kind of predict the path that they're going to take and it's all well represented and that's encouraging excellent well Kristen, thank you so much and thank you for all of your support and uh good luck with everything for this year thank you jamie i love this new deering banjo let's get a, a quick sneak peek of jens When are you going to build me one that sounds that good? And cut! <laughs>